0: Palestine Report on Saba'ul Muslim with Maulana Ibrahim Musa.
1: <laughs> well, welcome to our Palestine Report with Molana Ibrahim Musa, Maulana, Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Um, we're taking on some of the um, stories and, and developments taking place in Gaza and Palestine this morning. Um, welcome to the show.
0: Wa alaikum <laughs> salam, alaikum barakatuh, nisajazakallahi.
1: I mean, so give us a summary of the most recent developments with regards to the onslaught in Palestine.
0: Uh, so Nisa, we have uh, even the Israelis acknowledging that there's extremely fierce fighting uh, that their forces are encountering from the north uh, right through to the south, but at the same time the number of Palestinian uh, martyrs does not uh, you know, continue to abate. We've got 3, 000, 300 rather, Palestinians martyred just in the past 24 hours. Mm-hmm. The Jabalia ref- refugee camp continues to be targeted. Heavy uh, attacks on Khan Yunus as well, and uh, just reaffirming that point that has been made since the very outset, that even though the Israelis have produced yet another map, uh, you know, in recent weeks, where they designate certain safe zones in the Gaza Strip, absolutely no place in the Gaza Strip is safe. uh, At the same time, we have on the resistance front, uh, you have Hamas saying that its fighters have been able to target uh, several Israeli tanks both in the north of Gaza as well as in Khan Yunus. Khan Yunus and it has... Uh, obviously produce, uh, produced uh, the video evidence to be able to corrobor- uh, co- corroborate that. Uh, we know that there is an Israeli, there seems to be, from my side at least, a very uh, strong Israeli uh, propaganda narrative now that it's trying to push out, uh, saying that residents in the Gaza Strip have, have expressed this dissatisfaction with Hamas. Mm. Uh, that's obviously a, a propaganda narrative that it's trying to push out. It's also trying to say, uh through very uh, problematic footage, that fighters are surrendering uh, to to to, to, the, to the Israelis, and many holes have already been knocked into that kind of footage that is putting out, being put out by by the Israelis. Uh, from from the side of the resistance, we've got a new uh, new new message from Abu Obeida saying that the Hamas fighters are in good condition. Our ranks are cohesive and strong, and thousands of our fighters, he says, are still waiting for their turn in combat. He went on to say that testimonies from our fighters... Returning from the battlefield confirmed the strength of their resolve and morale and the extent of the demoralization of the enemy uh, And in, in terms of the humanitarian side, very briefly uh, We now have s- updated statistics saying that 65% of homes or residential buildings in the Gaza strip have been destroyed now 90% of Gaza's res- residents are internally displaced and uh, Mustafa Barghouti saying that half of Gaza is is starving so uh, you know there's, there's obviously a, a picture that one might say things are still the same in Gaza but if one looks at the finer details things continue to get worse
1: Mm. and we 've seen a lot of uh, you know uh, little clips and videos and uh, reports from the warriors the the journalists that are on the ground bringing these reports through and This situation is way past dire i think so let 's move on and new figures on Israeli soldiers um, injured highlights the major discrepancies in official Israeli pronouncements. I think this is becoming more and more um, or the truth is becoming more highlighted. Uh, from what we're
0: seeing. Absolutely, Anisa, and I think uh, over the weekend, this has emerged as a major talking point, and when we see the Israeli response, uh, it just confirms uh, the Israeli response to these reports. I think it confirms these uh, conser- suspicion. So, from the beginning, the Israeli uh, army has been very tight-lipped about the extent of its uh, casualties, and ex- has, has obviously exercised very Uh, high levels of uh, censorship regarding uh, Israeli casualties. Uh, But it seemed to be blown open here by a report by uh, Yedioth Ahranoth, or Ynet, the uh, Israeli newspaper, Mm -hmm. uh, whereby they suggested that 5,000 Israeli soldiers were injured since the beginning of the war. 2,000, it said, have been classified as disabled by the fighting and uh, the the sources that they quoted saying that uh, the Israeli army hasn't has never experienced anything like this. Uh, there was also another report that said 100 soldiers had gone fully fully or partially blind uh, due to the uh, hostilities in the in the Gaza Strip. And uh, you know, many people might have wondered. I, I, I'm we, we've seen the resistance over a period of time, just continuing to to share so so much. Footage of of very pitched battles, the destruction of tanks, and on the other hand, the Israeli uh, the the Israeli official sources uh, don't seem to acknowledge that, uh, especially when it comes to the death toll. I I still feel probably it's going to be a, a very difficult one for the Israelis to lie uh, lie on a. You know, huge scale about the death toll. So, if if that is the case, how, how do we still square that picture? And I think the, these reports now coming out over the weekend of the high levels and the very serious injuries that Israeli soldiers are encountering seem to now be squaring that circle but now there, there is after this report which which now confirms uh, that the the, 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 the casualty uh, the, uh, the the amount of injuries is extremely mm-hmm. high uh, we have a response from the israelis which again i say uh, goes to confirm uh, what, what our, our suspicions because just after yadyo ahranoth Publishes this figure of 5,000. Uh, the, they they later remove this figure, presumably under uh, under pressure. And yes. we have the Israelis, uh, you know, uh, now launching a new website. The Israeli army launching a new website where it is now uh, going to publish daily figures of uh the number of of uh, Israeli soldiers injured and uh they they actually have done that already in such a quick period of time and they've shown figures of 1593 soldiers who have been wounded since the start of the war and what what this now shows is they feel compelled to provide a a narrative even to Israeli society uh as there's a lot of suspicions that are uh that 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 are swirling around uh this is now the first pronouncement that they've made of of, of uh, wounded Israeli soldiers since the beginning and they've undertaken to provide daily daily updates. But Haaretz has uh you know provided interesting perspective on this uh An- Anissa further uh, where whereby uh they they've said that there is a discrepancy uh, even with the new figures that the Israelis uh, are going to produce and have produced there is a discrepancy between what they are saying and the hospitals where the wounded soldiers are treated and there's a considerable and unexplained gap between the data reported by the military and the data reported by the hospitals. And the number of soldiers reported injured only accounts for 15% of the total number of admissions at at hospitals. And they said this this does not make sense because uh, one would expect a significant portion of war-related casualties to actually be soldiers. And something else that that they've they've pointed out here is even with with this uh, reporting, there's a lot of censorship, a lot of pressure that the Israelis are putting on hospitals. Uh, Specifically, the, the spokespeople at hospitals have been asked by the Israeli army to, quote, refrain from publishing announcements hinting at the arrival of wounded soldiers at your facility. And there are representatives of the Israeli army at hospitals who who hospital officials say that the IDF spokespeople unit uh, delegates are at hospitals Around the clock, and every press release regarding wounded soldiers coming from the hospitals, as well as rep- replies to media qu- queries at hospitals, must receive their approval. So certainly, this is a big story, and and it confirms much of the suspicions that there's a lot being hidden here.
1: Mm, absolutely. And then finally, we look at um, you know the heritage of Gaza being obliterated, and we've seen this um, you know almost. Everything has gone. So, um, you know, anything that points to the heritage of the people of Gaza has been um, taken away. And uh, I think this, this, this shows you the amount of hate and anger or rage that the Israelis have towards the people of Palestine.
0: Absolutely. Um, and uh, there's, there would be a long list here. I just want to focus on a few. You've got uh, the Jamea Masjid or the Great Mosque in Gaza City, yes. uh, the Umari Masjid, 1,400 years old, uh, attacked very seriously in the past week. In addition to that, you know, ju- just the age tells you uh, that this is a, a glowing m- monument to, uh, you know, the, the, the history of Islam in this land. It's also one of the largest mosques in Palestine. It had a library of documents and rare books within its walls, and you know somebody who wrote about this says that if you listen carefully inside this mosque, you could hear tales of ancient wisdom being whispered uh, through its its breezes. That, mm. That's one, but you know there's there's so many others, even so old as Uthman bin Qashqar Mosque in the Zaytun area of Gaza. I believe even the the mosque which is believed to hold the grave of the great-grandfather of the Prophet ﷺ in Gaza, the Sayyid al hashim Mosque, also damaged here. We've got Christian churches, the, the Church of St. Poripyrus, which dates back to the year 425. Uh, th- this has also not been spared and it, it's not only about the, the 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 cultural heritage you know people in gaza say that these are spa- cultural spaces so people would would say meet me at the mosque mm. you know the, these mm. are important landmarks, landmarks and, and milestones yes. in, the Gazas, in, in the gaza uh, in the gaza in gaza and uh, just two other things you've got the qasr al adl the palace of justice the main courthouse yes. With an extensive uh, collection of files that has has been destroyed, uh, and you know this destroys so so much of the public record. And then you have the central archives building in Gaza City, where thousands of historical documents have have been destroyed as well. And therefore, I think there's a point to be made here whereby people would say, well, the the, the expected new Nakba has not happened. People haven't been uh, you know supported across the border border into, into Egypt and the uh, uh, Americans are saying this is not going to happen. This is a moot point when Gaza is unlivable and when all its records and heritage are being erased. What kind of Gaza do people go back to live in and hasn't uh, the Nakba in that sense already been completed?
1: Yes, definitely. And, you know, it's, it's, we look at it as culture and heritage, but we also forget the human component is the memories, the, the number of memories that people have. Um, you know, I was listening to, um, very well known Mutaz Azaza and he was saying, um, you know, as he walked out of Gaza saying, what am I leaving behind? Because all my memories have been taken away. Um, you know, you're never going to return to that place without remembering, um, Every single park, every, probably a bus stop or a supermarket or something where you may have a memory, you know, of childhood, uh, that place where your parents may have taken you. Um, just as every, if every human being tries to keep these memories, all of those landmarks are gone. So it's going to be stories that will have to be passed down once again from this generation to the next, inshallah, to keep that alive.
0: Uh, definitely, Lisa, There's even stories where, uh, you've spoken to some Palestinians, saying that you know when the when the temporary truce occurred, and they go from uh, the you know you know try to go back to their homes, people couldn't uh, you yes. know uh, find their orientation because there's nothing yes. nothing familiar that that remains. There's this concept that has also been put out here of uh, domicide, which is, uh, f- it means the mass destruction of dwellings uh, and buildings to make a territory uninhabitable. And uh, while we talk about a genocide, while we talk about the Nakba, uh, this, this is also an important part of the war crimes that need to be looked at. And uh, it, it's just unfathomable how uh, you know normal life will resume and how people will just be able to pick up the pieces even if the fighting were to end today and uh, this 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 underscores the quicker this can finish and the immense pressure that needs to be brought to be able to stop this immediately
1: absolutely so today's global strike I think is going to be something that we should all try and partake in
0: inshallah <laughs>
1: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh that's our palestine report with molana ibrahim musa taking us through some of what's happening in palestine i think uh needless to say many of us have, have been following um everything as best we can on um you know uh, whether it be social media platforms or news channels but um make sure that you keep um you know your uh, followings authentic use people who are you know we, whose names you know people who've been spoken about. So make sure that what you're hearing is actually happening, and not you are not getting misinformation or whatever else you know fake news and that kinds of things. So there's a lot of that going around. So make sure you're following um, a lot of the uh, journalists and reporters, activists in Gaza have been putting out a lot of information. Use those and keep sharing their um, uh, you know their posts and things so that it gives a clearer idea of what is happening to. Many people across the world, inshallah